obedience, 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 obedience is a cornerstone of our faith in God. Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, it assures about what we do not see. Being obedient requires faith in God. Without faith, it is impossible to walk with God. Obedience. Obedience. Obey God. Hey y'all, it's Shantavia. And Ashley. And Demetria. <laughs> and, and this, this is, is Obedience, Obedience Podcast. Podcast. So we are on our final episode of this series, the Friendship Series. And we are so excited to be wrapping this up. So in the last part, we actually discussed friendversaries. So how to make sure you maintain long-lasting friendships with your friends. So we talked about conflict resolution, friends, maintaining friendship, and making sure you don't get into that dead place of composing. And we also talked about loyalty. But in this episode, where we're going to wrap things up in the series, we're actually going to talk about a concept called mutual friends. So in here, we're going to talk about people who are considered frenemies, we're going to talk about the types of friends that you have. And then also we're going to give you tips on how to become a better friend. So let's get into our last episode of this broadcast series. Let's do it. In the previous episode, we did read out of 1 Samuel chapter 20. But we wanted to talk about the end of David's and Jonathan friendship. And that's recounted in 2 Samuel chapter 1. So Ashley is going to read 2 Samuel, 1st chapter, verse 23 and verse 26. How beloved and gracious were Saul and Jonathan. They were together in life and in death. They were swifter, swifter than eagles, stronger than lions. And verse 26 reads, How I wept for you, my brother Jonathan. Oh, how much I loved you. And you love, and your love for me was deep, deeper than the love of a woman. So we see in this chapter, Jonathan passes away with his father, Saul. And we see David actually heartbroken, not only over Jonathan, who is his best friend, but also Saul who we know has tried to kill her more than once. So that made me think about how loyal David was to Saul, but Saul was not loyal to David at all. And David gives us the great example of how we're supposed to treat friends who treat us more like enemies. So Ashley, do you want, do you want to share the definition of a frenemy? Yeah, sure. So the definition I have of a frenemy is a person with whom one is friendly despite a fundamental dislike or rival, or a person who combines the characteristics of a friend and an enemy. And we all know that's exactly what Saul was today. <laughs> so um, have you guys ever had any frenemies in your lives? That I can think of. I mean, I'm, it might be someone on their side, and I just not noticing it. But <laughs> <laughs> not that I know of. I haven't, thank God. 
experience any frenemies. Maybe I've had some fake coworkers, but I don't consider those friends. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, it hasn't happened to me. No, I haven't had any frenemies. Cause I don't know. I, I can't be friends with the enemy. Like if I, you know, we just don't mesh. We just don't mesh. We can't be friends. You know, you gotta be high to cold. You can't really look for it. So. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I don't have any examples of that. That's what I'm saying is keep your enemies closer, but uh, <laughs> I don't want really to keep them close, so I don't know. No. Keep them far, far away. I do. Because <laughs> I feel like if you for me, if you're not for me, then you're going to be against me. It's just no, yeah. it's no middle with that. I can't be loyal, but oh, I got to watch you too, but... I, I just, I don't have that much energy in my life <laughs> to be trying to, oh, child, no. Yeah, Ashley, what you just said made me think of something. If you have someone in your in your life that you're not rooting for them, you would actually rather see them, something bad happen to them, then you are the enemy in that person's life. And you need to step back and reevaluate yourself and pray that spirit out of you. Like, if you're looking at any of your friends and you're not wishing good upon them, then you need to step back and see, hey, what's going on with me? Why is this spirit on me right now? So you can be a friend of me of people if you're watching this. We're praying for you. <laughs> but David gives us a great example. If any of you guys out there have a friend of me in your life of how you treat them, you treat them just like they're a friend. Like, you are loyal to them to no fault. And you're sad if something bad happens to them. We should have the spirit of David when dealing with people who are against us. We should love them no matter what. Also, what happened in this chapter with Jonathan dying, we see how sad David was. Also pointed out that in the last episode, we talked about how David and Jonathan separated from one another and they really never got to see each other again. But David was still heartbroken when Jonathan died, even though they had never talked again in each other's lives. So that just shows you how strong their friendship was. It is definitely a friendship I strive to have in my life um, because I feel like this is the perfect example that God gave us of how friendship should be. That's true. Um, so I wanted to ask a question. So what are some things you like to look for in determining if a friend is a friend or not? I look for loyalty. I look for support, love. Uh, we have some things in common. Even if we don't have things in common, we don't really bash each other about it. Just being an all-around good person and not being judgmental. And honesty, honesty and transparency is also a thing for me because I can, if I'm really close to you, I'm going to be very open and transparent with you. Yeah. So I don't need you judging my life, but I also need you to be woman enough or man enough to tell me when I'm wrong. So I feel like that, that makes a good person. I feel like that alone makes a person a good friend. And they're like, okay, you, you, I hear you. I understand where you're coming from, but you're also wrong in the situation, and this is probably how you should fix that, and so on and so forth. But yeah, that's what makes a, someone a good friend for me. I actually um, wrote down what 
I look for to tell if someone's not my friend. So the first thing I got is if they seek pleasure for your demise. Mm. And that's just you being discerning and paying attention to what that friend is doing around you or for you. Um, they don't tell you important things that's happening in their life. Um, if they don't update you on anything or if you ask, they purposely don't tell you certain things. I don't necessarily think that person is your friend. Um, something we talked about before, if they bring back gossip to you that somebody else told them, why does that person feel so comfortable to talk to you about me? So, yeah. Um, and then I have down here, um, they are a leech. So they always want something from you. Always. And that's the only time that they contact you is if they want something. They never check on you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then opportunity seekers. So if you're in a great opportunity of your life and then all of a sudden this person just drop, drops in and it's like, I'm your best friend. I am so loyal to you. Pay attention. They may be trying to take something from you that they want and they see that you have. So pay, atten pay attention for opportunity seekers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I agree with both y'all. Cause child. Okay. I do. I did want to add um, also like, how they treat other people. Shade, I mean, I think both of us pointed out like gossipers, if they bring back information, I'm listening, but I'm know not to trust you with my business. And then therefore I can't trust you. Therefore we can't be friends. So if you're treating someone else like this, I can only imagine the things that you could possibly do to me. So, and one thing I look for in a friend is you know they share things like you said Shay, they share things with you and they also share their imperfections we're too. not perfect in our actions yeah um but you're willing to share some things with me as well so that's a one good thing point. i want to add that is a very good point ashley let's look at imperfections together there you go. We can help build each other. We can be what? One third, one third, one third. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, that means you have not listened to part one of this friendship series. So go back and watch it. So that leads us actually into our next topic where we talk about the types of friends that you have. So Ashley is actually going to skip in 2 Samuel 2, chapter 9. And she's going to read verse 1. And then verse six through seven. One day David asks, is anyone in Saul's family still alive to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Mm. Mm. Loyalty, baby. Even when he was gone. Right? Six through seven reads, his name is Mephibosheth. He was Jonathan's son and Saul's grandson. When he came to David, he bowed low to the ground in deep respect. David said, greetings, Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth replied, I am your servant. Don't be afraid, David said. I intend to, to show kindness to you because of my promise to your father, Jonathan. I will give you all the property 
that once belonged to your grandfather's song. Hmm. And you will eat here with me at the king's table. Yes. Still loyalty, even to the day they were both gone. And still Raven Saul is his grandfather. Yes. Ooh, child. <laughs> Reading that made me really realize the importance to determine the type of friends that you have because there are different types of friends in this world and it's important that we realize types of friends that they are because Jonathan was David's most loyal, trustworthy friend. He is being loyal to him when Jonathan doesn't even know, you know, he is keeping his covenant that he made with David back in first Samuel. Well, they made a covenant that your descendants will be my descendants. So I wanted us to give examples of the type of friendships that we can think of that are in our lives. So one that I have written down that we all have is acquaintances. So sometimes acquaintances mixed up and they be like, that's my friend, but that's not really your friend. You just know them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we need to make sure we give people the right title. Friendship should be earned, not just, oh, I know them. <laughs> not just hand it. Uh-uh. No, Sheldon. You got to earn this thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do feel like we all have that. You have to earn that title of best friend. And that's a type of friend. And I feel like that right there, a lot of people misconstrue what a best friend really is. And they call any and everybody the best friend. It's like, no, you really, you gotta really set some boundaries with that. Because like you said, you can be an acquaintance and be like, oh, it's my best friend. It's like, uh, no, we're not best friends. So, you know. I just kind of know you. <laughs> but yeah, like best friend is a title that I, I take seriously. If I can see you my best friend, I'm pretty much telling you my life. So if I'm telling you my life, that means I trust you with my life. Yes. So that's, that's one title. Like I said, golly friends. Like golly friends is another, um, another one. Um, you said acquaintances. Yeah. Another one I have down is um, co-workers. All your co-workers are not your friends. They are co-workers. <laughs> they co with you at work. <laughs> That's their job. <laughs> they co with you at work. <laughs> they fall under acquaintances. Yes, they do fall under. <laughs> yeah. But I will say I've had some great friendships that came from one of my jobs. I will say about three or four of them, I still talk and you know, we do not work here, like none of us work at this place anymore, but we still talk. But uh, yeah, those are sometimes like the exceptions, but you're right. We just cool at work together. Yes, you do not have to tell them all of your business. You you don't even have to tell them none. Exactly. Because I had ETO in my bucket, that's why I'm off. I don't need to tell you specifically. Where you was yesterday? I'm out of my business. <laughs> you getting outside your lane. You getting outside your work lane. 
<laughs> but I, I have had like some great friends develop from people that I've met at work um, that have developed into friendships outside of work while I actually do consider them to be my true friends. So it is possible, but I just need you guys to establish a boundary. Because I have some coworkers that'll tell me all their business and I'm just like, I'm not your friend. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> See, that's the kind of friend you know they're going to go and tell your stuff to. Because if they don't mind telling theirs, they don't mind telling yours either. Okay, I'm off my tangent. <laughs> but I also feel like this too. I have a big two-face. So I call my face the big two-face. So I, I, I call myself the, the strong emotional friend because everybody comes to me with their problems and you're just like, oh, I'm gonna tell you everything. So now they pile on top of me. So I think I'm the emotional friend for a lot of people. So I, I kind of empathize with them. I know how to, you know, counsel people. Because like, I've been calling myself the quarantine counselor because so many people have been <laughs> coming to me for like advice. I don't mind it, but it's just like, I am the vent to person. So mm-hmm. I, I am that title for a lot of people. I am the vent to emotional friend. I don't even know that's the proper title for that, but I gave my I like it. I like it. I think it should go in the Webster's Dictionary. I also have another example. So this type of friend is multiple friends, but it's what we call a friend group. So these are people that you really only hang around one another with one another. Like this isn't somebody like, okay, I'm going to hang out with you separately. Like every time you're around these group of people, this is the only time you're around them. So I think that's like mm-hmm. a friend group. I get it. I have those. Like, I think everybody has those. Or they have that group of friends and it's that one person is really going to have their relationship with. But yeah. they're always around. So you're kind of their friend, but you're really not their friend. I get yeah. it. Great <laughs> area. Yeah. And then another one I have is on a mentor for you. So someone who's a little older than you or more experienced than you that can help guide you in life. Those are the really, really beneficial friends because they will stop you from doing a lot of things that's completely unnecessary. So I think it's important to have mentor friends in your life. Yes. I seasoned friends. Oh, yeah. My mentor has you. That's good. It's like, yeah, you need that guidance from. They don't even necessarily have to be older, but like you said, more experienced in life. Yes, older than I am. So, but it's like you're more experienced in life, so I get to go to you for stuff before I make a stupid decision. Yeah. So yeah, but seasoned friends, they do come. Let me see. I got one more example. So you know how you talk. You said that like you take the role of a best friend like super serious oh yeah like this is the point where like you take that that role so serious to the point where that friend is a family member so a family friend is what i have down um and actually i looked up proverbs eighteen twenty four, and it says one who has unreliable friend soon comes to ruin but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. It has really made me think of those friends that you have that you're so close to and that your family is so close to that you don't even consider them a friend anymore. 
they're just family at this point, you know, that, oh, that's my aunt or that's my cousin and they're really not related to you at all. It's just that they're so close to you that they're just like family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a couple of those. Any yeah, other types that you guys can think of? No, but I have a song in my spirit. Oh, gosh. And I want y'all to know this right here. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. Thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> That's for real, though. You know, I did not get what they were saying until I got older. I'm just like, you know, what ain't no friend like Jesus. It's not. It ain't. And then died. Better than you know yourself. And then the ultimate, he died for us. So like, ain't no friend get better than that, right? Now that's the best friend. <laughs> <laughs> ain't nobody top that. I'm No, don't even try to compete. One thing I want to point out before we leave this topic is it's very important for you to understand what type of friend that you are to your friends mm-hmm. so you don't get things mixed up because you may think that you're that person's best friend and expect them to treat you a certain way but you're not that person's best friend that's just what you think so it's very important to understand the relationship you have with that person that's so true I would say a, a scenario, but I'm not sure if they're going to listen to this or not. Well, this actually happened with a couple friends where one of them thought they were the other person was their best friend, and they said it out loud. And the other person was like, well, my best friend, and she said a whole other different person. Yeah, and it was everybody in the room was like, wow. So, yeah. Hey, That's, why like that. That's why it's important to know where you stand with people. <laughs> Yes, because you have yourself messed up. Know your position. Yeah, you may share something with them, and they don't share anything with you. You really need to, like, focus on stuff like that to know where your relationship stands. That's important, like, to evaluate, like you said, evaluate where you are because you'll hate for that, you know, that situation to happen. Um, And then out in the, you know, in the open like that, so I think it's it's best to evaluate, even though it may hurt, but it's going to help you to understand like where you guys are in a relationship, and it doesn't lead to like those kind of hurts, you know. Yeah. So it, it it pretty much saves yourself at the end of the day yes. from any further hurt that could happen and like embarrassment because yeah, it was kind of embarrassing to be told that in front of a room full of people. So yeah, yeah. I probably had to do the white lie. I'm like, yeah, you're my best friend. You know, I just said that. Oh, that's so that's sweet. Yeah, I would have said like that's so, so sweet or something else. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't think I could have hurt that person's feelings. Like, I would have had to change some stuff. Y'all want something to eat? <laughs> you know, I'm always rounded. <laughs> change the subject completely. Yeah. 
Yeah, that yesterday. <laughs> so how about some saints, huh? <laughs> it's not even football season. <laughs> to wrap up this series, I think that we all have learned um, that the most important thing during this whole series is we have to continuously work on our friendships and try to be a better friend to people. So we wanted to wrap up the series by discussing tips on how to become a better friend and how to be a better friend. So you guys have any tips to give the viewers as to how to be a great friend to people? I would say start with the evaluation like we just said. Yeah. Because you can say, you can be like, oh, I'm the best friend ever. You know, I'm the, you know, people will kill to be my friend or, you know, want to be my friend. But your friend is just like, no, nah, it's a bro. You need some things you need to work on. Yeah, you need that or if you, if you question like, oh, am I a good friend? You can ask and be like, you know, how can I make this thing better? This relationship better between us. Yes. Another thing I will point out to as you need to do for yourself is understand why you are in people's lives or what are you doing to, again, not just be that placeholder in somebody's life. Like, have a purpose for people. Like, one thing that I like to say is, okay, let's say the day I die, what would they get up and say about me? You know, like, oh, she was a good friend. And they up there lying. I don't want them to be lying. I don't want them to be actually telling the truth. Like, oh, she did this. She did that. She made this kind of impact on my life. So I like to like, just add value or purpose to people mm-hmm. in my own little ways. And if I do hurt people, I tell them, let me know. And I also tell them, it's hard to offend me. So you can just tell me something as hurtful. I've heard a lot of hurtful things in my life. So you can tell me something like, oh, okay. Well, I'll work on it. Or... You just, you know, just be able to understand that you're not perfect. So don't think that you're going to be the perfect friend. Mm-hmm. Just kind of be that perfectly imperfect person mm-hmm. for that friend. Yeah. And be there when they need you. Like, even if you don't talk for years or you don't talk for months, just be able to let person call you up today or tomorrow. And it's like, hey, you crossed my mind. And I just want to have a whole conversation with you. Talk to them. Even yeah. if they want to talk to you. So it's just. You really have to look at yourself. You got to dig deep to be. You got to be a good friend to yourself before you mm-hmm. somebody else. So, yeah. <laughs> Actually. <laughs> yeah. You got to dig deep before you can, you know, pour into somebody else. You can't pour into just pointed out the entire moral of the story of the series. You got to be a good friend to yourself, period, point blank. We don't even need to finish. We're done. <laughs> but yeah, I, just, I had to learn. That's it. all, folks. <laughs> yeah, That's all, folks. <laughs> I mean, that was the ribbon and the sprinkles and everything else. Confetti. You don't like to say that to me? You, you better bring the word on today. <laughs> and this is Obedience Podcast. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> understand that though but a lot of people don't get that like you can people can say it 
and it's just say, oh, I'm gonna dig deep and I'm gonna be my best friend for myself and I'm like, and they don't do it or they, they put you push your you, you push your hurt onto other people. And I don't want to do that because, you know, everybody has some type of hurt that's in there. And people transfer it onto other people, especially friends. Like, like Shantavia said, if y'all, the friends had, um, you know, they were going through pivotal moments in their life mm-hmm. where they kind of just took it out on the wrong people. I don't want that to be me. I don't want me to, you know, take my anger out on people and it had nothing to do with the hurt at all. So, yeah, you just got to learn how to be your own best friend. You got to love yourself. You got to you know, get, become a friend with God and, just, and then work on, you know, other people and, you know, the people will come, you know, but you, you got you with the rest of your life. So work on you. Oh, child, that is so good. Cause you, that point that you made, be your friend first and be honest with yourself because you can expect something else from a friend, but really and truly you need to fix that on your, for yourself. Yeah. I think that's where a lot of like the anger comes from. You can try to start a relationship, but really and truly, so that's that's your thing, bro. That's your thing. You know, you need to work on some things on the inside of you so you can be a friend to somebody else. So that is so good. Yeah, that is so good. Okay. I ain't got nothing else to say. <laughs> Look, I'm going through my list. I'm like, I don't even know if I want to keep coming. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's fine. Um, I'll still say mine. I mean, because I think that they are important too. Um, you know, once you become your own friend, of course. Just remember the phone works both ways. Don't just sit there and expect somebody to reach out to you and get angry that they aren't reaching out to you. Like, like I said before, if you're thinking of that person reach out to them. Don't let a grudge stop you from anything. Uh, oh, another thing. Uh, we, we talked about um, having those friend groups, um, but I think it's important if your friend groups are made up of individual friends to have that one-on-one time with your friends um, so that they know that they just aren't considered to be a friend of this friend group. Like, you're also my personal friend, so I'm not going to call you just on group FaceTime. I'm going to call you individually and check on you to see how you're doing. The next thing is, I think friend vacations are a great thing. I know every time that we go somewhere, I feel like our bond grows closer because we're experiencing this singular experience with each other that no one else is here with us, and we have like inside jokes or in, inside memories based off of this friend vacation. So planning friend trips with your friends. And they don't have to be extravagant. You can go to like mm-hmm. Destin or Gulf Shores for a weekend with your friends. Okay. And then my last thing that I wanted to point out is you don't always, like if your friends are going through something, don't always try and fix them. Like sometimes they just want you to listen. Just be there to listen for your friends. And that's all I had to say. That's true, because sometimes I don't need a response right then. Because what you say, I may not take in. I just wanted to get it out. You know, you feel me? That's good. Oh, you I'm having this. Well, I ain't ready for advice. I just want you to just listen to my problem right now so I can get it out. I don't <laughs> want you to Yeah. Because sometimes you can't fix them. You can't. <laughs> that's what God said. Yeah, that's true. 
All you can do is pray. Just be like, okay, the, the most you can do is say, do you want to pray? That's the most you can do. Well, yeah. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't fix everybody. Yeah. That's something else you got to learn as a friend, too. You cannot fix everybody. Mm-mm. And I'm saying that because I'm preaching to myself. You cannot fix everybody. And I have that problem. You can't fix everybody. I try to fix people's problems. I try to fix people. You can't do it. Mm-hmm. You're not God, so don't try. Because it's going to be emotional turmoil on you. So. Right. Yeah. Don't, don't try to fix everybody. I had to learn, like, one thing for myself. Like, we did bring up the fact of, like, sometimes a person just needs to vent. And I'm pretty much like like an encourager at you know in the natural sense like I just want to encourage somebody, and then sometimes you know what, like you said just just be say that you're there, and sometimes that's just enough that a person needs to hear. I be trying to come with a word in three points, you know. Sometimes you know <laughs> they don't need that; they just want you to listen, you know, and say it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm learning. Yeah, it's, it's a process because. I have that, like, I want to encourage people, too. Sometimes people feel a type of way, and they just, like, you keep encouraging them. Like, I don't want to encourage them right now. I just want you to listen. Listen. Yeah. listen. It's really and truly, they ain't going to do it. And you going to be mad. Well, I'm not going to be mad. It's up to you. <laughs> like, my, I'll say, my feelings going to be hurt. <laughs> I'm tired of saying the same thing to you. you yeah. Now, if I keep saying it, I'm not gonna say it no more. It's like, okay, that's on you. But I did my purpose. I said what I had to say. I gave you some guidance. If you take it, you take it. If you don't, you don't. I just, I did my part. So I'm not gonna, don't take a, don't take a piss to it, Ashley, because you never know. They might just be in their own world. You did your part. All right. You guys have anything else to add? Um, no. I think that we can wrap this series up again. I think that we cover everything related to friendship. I think we answer all the hard questions. We share personal experience. We share you guys' personal experience. And we want to thank you for tuning in to all four parts of our friendship series. If you haven't seen the four parts, just go back and watch it and then come back to this one and hear me thank you again. Um, Demetria, we want to thank you for coming on here. Um, you were great. You are excellent. You added so much to this episode and we really couldn't have done this without you. Um, I cannot wait to this whole quarantine thing is over so we can actually do an episode again in person. You were very um, engaged during the whole process and that's really exciting. Like you really studied and you really went over the questions. So we thank you for that. Um, and you were easy to talk to because this is my first time meeting you and it was like a piece of cake. So I want to yeah. thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I I make friends easily. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> you have anything to add, Ashley? No, I'm just saying that I'm, I'm confessing, well, professing that this is the, the last time that you'll see Mr. Demetria Coleman. Okay. Because she will be back with some other episodes. Because look, she slid in IDMs and she was just like, "Hey, I want to be a part of this." And I was just like, "Girl, come on! Yeah, you are more than welcome." So we really enjoyed you. 
Yeah. And we hope that this is not your last time with us. Come on, B. I, I really enjoyed this. I was nervous at first, like I told y'all, but I really enjoyed it. I really did. I can't wait to actually be in person to do one, though. Yes. Like, that'll be we awesome. have to step it up. Yeah. So again, we want to thank all you guys for tuning in, and we hope that you really enjoyed this series. Comment down below what stood out to you from this series, and don't forget to follow us on our social medias. Um, we'll list them all below. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe to Obedience Podcast so you can get more of these encouraging videos and topics, and look out for our next series. We do know what it is. Do we want to give them a sneak peek, Ashley? Okay. Don't give them one. Just look out for it. Follow us and you'll get little hints of it. <laughs> so remember to come back here same time next week in the month of July. And as always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see you guys next time.